Hey everyone, welcome, welcome back. This is Fig and Lock Coast to Coast. I'm Mr. Fig. And I miss a lot. How's it going, man? How's life treating you this yeah, week? Yeah, going all right. Uh, it's been a slow moving week, man. It, I tell you what, we had some cold weather here. It got down to a crispy 40 something degrees this week out of nowhere. Um, I, my wife had a conference in North Carolina. We're out there in Raleigh. Raleigh's a really pretty city. If you ever had a chance to go down there, check it out. It's really nice. Did you get a chance nice to um, do your date night? I know you mentioned last week that you were trying to get some uh, some some date night time while you were down there. You know, we did. Yeah, we had a little date night thing. We they had like this sushi place called Sushi Nine. That like they have buy one get one sushi there. You know, we went out there got some sushi. The restaurant's really large. Um, we did a little bit of that. We had PF Chang's this morning, so we just did Asian fare all day, which was kind of weird. Um, but yeah, it was it was chill, you know, nice nice uh, you know, alone time. That's so good, man. Good. I'm glad to hear it. I always like Raleigh. I've only been there a few times, but um that's again it's 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 east coast, it's fall, so that time of year everything the leaves are changing and it's it's just a good good place to be. I don't miss those swings in temperature though. I know October's notorious for like swing like pretty drastic swings in, in temperature, so I don't miss oh, yeah. that. Well, we got seventy one degrees today, so yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> we're up to seventy degrees, so it's like it's 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 uh it's ebbing flowing right now. So yeah, October, jacket. October, and then like March, April are like the worst times to be in Virginia because in North Carolina because you're in that transition transitionary weather zone, and one minute you're like bundled up cold like because it's cold as shit outside, and then the next minute you're down to short back to shorts and like a maybe a t-shirt. It's nuts, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How was your week? Not bad. I mean, work was busy. Um, probably has been the busiest been in a while. Uh, my boss is on travel right now, so I'm holding down the office in his absence. So, and then there was a, just some hot items that came up. Um, so work was busy, uh, and then we got, like as I mentioned, my wife's on travel this week for her work. So I'm single dad in it, uh, which is always a, ch- a little bit of a challenge. Like I'm, I'm thankful I only have one child. And I have friends that they've got like four or five children, and when their spouse goes on travel, it's a it's a circus. Like I have a buddy, like his wife went on travel to um, to England, so he had to take the he just took the week off because there was just no way he was gonna be able to get any time at the office and have to balance like four or five kids. So at Facts. least I can get I can get to the office for a little bit, you know, for cause while my son's in school, and I pick him up, and you know it is what it is. And we have a pretty good routine too. He's usually down to bed by like seven seven thirty, so. Um, I get some time to myself, and it, it's actually a good, it's actually a nice week because I get to like catch up on games and you know shows that I watch that you know Marcy doesn't like, so you know it's not so bad. I feel that, I feel that, cool, cool. You know, so this past week, um, it's been kind of a slow news week. Uh, yeah, but, no, that, there's uh, not, not much. <laughs> well, actually, I'm, you know, I do, the prime I would, minister, the prime curious. minister went down. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the British prime minister resigned. Um, I think it's like the fifth one they've had in six years or something like that. It's kind of been kind of outrageous. Um, they said she didn't outlive the lettuce. It was a lettuce head that got in position at the same time, and yeah. the lettuce head survived longer than she did, forty-four days. And if you take out like the queen's death, is even less, and it's like it's it's terrible. Yeah, it's weird. I I, I was reading an article about it on NPR, and they're talking about they were kind of speculating, well, not speculating, but kind of analyzing what you know what it is that led to her downfall. But I mean it. It's amazing to me to see that how volatile is a strong word, but just how how yeah volatile the parliamentary system is, right? Like here, like unless unless the president like does a like does major wrong, the only way you're going to remove the president is via impeachment or if he resigns, right? What major Whereas, wrong? We just don't know what that could be now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we don't know what it could be. <laughs> yeah, what that's a good wrong? point. You can get apparently, apparently, you can be a president and get impeached twice and still survive. So, um, but the uh, oh, I think is interesting is over there because, as my understanding of the parliamentary system, is because the legislative body elects you to the prime minister position, they can remove you pretty much like on a whim. Uh, so you're kind of either you're kind of forced to resign unless you want to face the humiliation of being removed by, by the body, which I think is interesting. Hmm. Interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah so that happened this week. I, I will. There's an interesting article I read, and I don't. So I don't want to. I'm not here to contribute to the abortion debate. Uh, but something I thought was interesting was I read an article on NPR this week about how because of abortion being banned. 
in so many states now, women are being forced to have the con- like a, the conversation related to contraception with the men they're dating a lot earlier. Like it, apparently, it, it's like right out the gate, women are starting to be like, "Which like do you wear contraception? What's your position on abortion? Would you support me? Would you help me get across state lines?" It's like I was I mean, like, "Good God!" I mean, I haven't dated in twelve years, but I can't imagine that being a conversation like first date so what are you into what do you like to do by the way do you wear condoms <laughs> i think that I, I think i have dated the last year and a half two years yeah. and uh yeah i think because you're talking about in nowadays the conversation is typically hey especially depending on your age if you're older hey do you want kids do you want more kids do you want to be married what's your political alignment that used to be never a thing and that's right. on dating apps now. Like, it yeah, tells you, like, what your alignments are or what, what's your religion so yeah. you can know what that person's religion is. So I think probably going into that, saying that, hey, do you use, for women, do you use contraceptive? You know, someone like this, no, I'm not on it. Some are, that's really personal. But I think it would uh, be maybe it's, some guy like, I don't want to be with a girl that's not on it. Yeah, it's definitely a necessary conversation. I mean, I'm not saying that those conversations didn't happen. It's just amazing to me that they have to happen so early now. And then on top of that, like a, the one, there was a quote in the article where the girl was like basically saying like, uh, I need to know if I'm worth $10,000 to the guy I'm dating, right? Because that's apparently that's the fine that they face. Like that, you that, are like, not. That people face. You are not. Yeah, like I guess if a woman, like not the woman you herself, I guess, but I guess if, a, if anyone enables her to get an abortion, they can be sued for up to $10,000 or something like that. So it was really interesting, the, the thing, uh, the, the article. But any rate, um, like if you are if if I don't know you and we're on a date, you are not worth ten thousand dollars to me. Right, exactly. Yeah, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. I tell you, I'm I I consider myself fortunate that I am not having to date right in this current day and age. Um, so yeah, keep it that uh, way. happier thoughts, I guess. Black Adam came out this week. Have you seen it yet, or what? I I have not seen it. I'm gonna try to pit that based on my schedule. Looks like this weekend. I want to get out and take a look at it. Um, I know two people, uh, one of my people I work with, he saw it like the day after it came out. I got it. No, the day it came out, Friday. He saw it like Friday morning, Friday afternoon-ish. And he gave me a text saying, like, hey, man, thumbs up. And so then another it. girl at my job who's a Marvel fan, yeah, a Marvel yeah. fan, she uh, it's our I mean, because Dwayne the Rock, I think there's a blinders to it. They're not. They know. They're not watching Forrest Gump. We're, we're, we're watching uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Be, no, that's a you know, that's a good point. Yeah, I the mean, Rock. Yeah, you know, I mean, I like I like the Rock. I like Dwayne Johnson. I don't hate any. Of, I don't hate any of his any of his movies. Um, but you don't hate none. You're of not. Them. You're none. not going to get it. You're not. I mean. The way I look at, it, I mean, The Rock's movies or Dwayne Johnson movies are are basically Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, right? Like Arnold Schwarzenegger is not a fantastic actor, although he did come out with a pretty a recent movie where he was like helping his daughter survive the zombie apocalypse. I forget the name of the movie. He's really good in that. But hmm. I mean, okay. everyone went to go see an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie to see Arnold Schwarzenegger beat people up. You know, it's kind of the same thing with a Rock movie. You know, you kind of go there just just kind of see The Rock be The Rock. Uh, the last I don't think I've ever seen any of his movies in theaters, with the exception of Jumanji. Uh, Marcy wanted to go see the Jumanji films, and those were fun, and I did enjoy seeing those. But there, it wasn't something that I had to see in the in the theaters. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about all his movies. I, we were talking earlier. My favorite work of his is Ballers, just because it has a fantastic cast. He's not being an action hero. He's just being, you know, Dwayne Johnson, you know, wheeling and dealing behind the scenes. So that's what I like about – that's why I think his his best work. He's also really good in that movie. Um, oh, not the rundown, but the one where he goes back to the small town and cleans it up uh, from the the crooked oh, – what is it? Dang, I think it's called the rundown. Well, I thought the rundown was the one where he goes to South America to go oh, find that. Yeah. Oh, 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 Walking Tall. Walking Tall. That's it. Yeah, he's good in that film too cuz he with the, I feel like with Dwayne Johnson like less is more. You know, like less he, is definitely more. You know what I'm saying? Like it is a lot not, more for him. Yeah, when he's when he's just being chill, like 
the movie's really good, but the more over the top he gets, the uh, the the the, movie, the more over the top the movie is, and it makes it a little hard to to watch. But now, see, I'm gonna have to slow you down a little bit because you compared Dwayne the Rock Johnson to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger, like movies, or like. I mean, maybe it's dated. Maybe I'm looking through like this my child eyes as a kid watching his like old school films of like Commando, Predator, and stuff like that. Like these are like great action flicks where he was better. True oh, Lies, True yeah. Lies is timeless. Yeah, True Lies is my I, favorite. I, lo- yeah, I love Lies that is my movie. Absolute it's great. Fa- yeah, True Lies yeah. is my absolute favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. And that's when you kind of learn that he's, he can be funny because you never really did funny. And well, he did. He did. Whoa, Hills. Calm I didn't. I didn't all right, cop, dude. All right. I didn't, like Cop Cop. Amazing. I, didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like that movie. Uh, um, I, I thought Jubal all the way. Was, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I liked uh, Jubal all the way. It was great, but I think The Rock he suffered from the idea. He has a lot of bad movies underneath his belt. Where he just kind of plays the big strong guy, and that is it. You know what I mean? He's not the. You know what I mean? Central Intelligence I thought was pretty good. Yeah, Central Intelligence him and, was bad. Him and Rock was good. Yeah. Um, I him him on any Fast and Furious movie was not good. It was outrageous. It was ridiculous. Well, I those movies are it. all was... outrageous and ridiculous, and they're getting even more outrageous and ridiculous every year. Um, like he was Hercules, he was Scorpion King. I mean, uh, uh, Skyscraper was terrible. Um, yeah. Pain and Gain. Yeah, Pain and like... Gain was pretty good with Mark Wahlberg. Um, I, I liked it. You know what I mean? Um, Faster was a letdown. I, I it, the premise was good, but they just executed it terribly. He was in GI Joe. I mean, he had like this little Disney thing going on with like the the Tooth Fairy race from Witch Mountain. I'm like, what's happening here? Yeah, but uh, he's he, still he's still the mo- the highest paid actor in all of Hollywood. He is nice eye candy for women. He, he gets at. people in seats, man. Like, if you're eye candy, you're there. He did Doom. He was like the lead actor in Doom. And, yeah, I remember. And yep. That hurt me. That wounded me. But Black Adam, apparently, what I'm hearing about Black Adam, people are saying beyond that, it's weird. It's that case of Rotten Tomatoes is like trying. It's this. It's it's like conspiracy theory cap. Is the establishment trying to keep this movie down? Because the Rotten Tomatoes is like thirty eight percent, but then viewers going to see it's giving it a seventy five percent, seventy seven to seventy five. Well, yeah. Well, that's because I think when it comes to Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes they're critiquing it as a like as a movie, right? Like. As a you know, this is a story coherent. Is there a good plot? Like, is there character? Is is there a character arc? You know, how's he acting? How's the script writing? Whereas, like, the audience just wants to be entertained. And if the audience walks out like, hey, with a smile on their face, yeah, that's all that matters. Like, of course they're gonna like it. You know, if 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 you didn't get up from the movie and walk out of it or feel like you wasted your money, then yeah, you're doing okay. And the fact of the matter, I mean, Dwayne. The Dwayne Johnson movies, Rock, The Rock movies, are entertaining. Like, there's I I will, that that's indisputable. Um, and I'm sure this movie is a lot of spectacle. I mean, uh, I'm sure it's going to get, again, you got it's got an all-stars cast. Pierce Brosnan is in it as Dr. Fate. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I, I saw, like, uh, on IndieWire, on IndieWire, like, she was breaking it down. She was ruthless to this movie. But then other people will say that, yeah, the plot line's kind of, like, very predictable and stuff like that. But they said it was a fun ride. It yeah, was exactly. like, hey, yeah. they said the graphics were nice. They said the graphics were better than anything Marvel's come out in the last year and a half. You know what I mean? So they're excited about that. They said they, they, said they pushed the limits on PG-13 violence because there's like a whole scene apparently where somewhere he rips somebody in half. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm like, so he's taking it to some level or something supposedly, but I mean, you got you know, you got, and then there's the something, and there's and then there's like there's a couple of like tidbits that's going to push the DC narrative. So like, we'll when I hear when I see Black Adam, I'm gonna decide is Black is is The Rock gonna turn to one of my favorite actors of all time because he's gonna save DC comics movies in general. Is he gonna save it or not? Maybe, maybe he will. This might, this might be it. Who knows? I mean, he apparently you know Henry Cavill's back as Superman in it, and apparently yep. on the coattails of this, they announced that. Apparently there will be a Man of Steel too, which I've yes. been waiting for forever. Hopefully they don't screw Please. it up. I'd like, can we get someone different than you know Zod for once? Maybe we can get Brainiac. You know, can we? There's a lot of you know other options out there. <laughs> you know, and well, unfortunately we already saw an abysmal version of Doomsday during Batman v Superman. But, and we saw Lex Luthor yeah, crap the bed too. Yeah, we already saw an abysmal version of Lex Luthor. Hopefully they can do something good with this. But 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, but again, at the end of the day, it's a it's a rock movie. You're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. You're gonna have a good time watching it. I'm not. It's not that I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna go race to the theater to see it. Right. I'm waiting for. Uh, I'm waiting for Wakanda Forever. That will get me back in the theaters. I am all about seeing that movie while I'm on travel in a couple weeks. I am actually not going to see it. Really? I'm, that's that's. I mean, I shouldn't. I don't want to sound stereotypical, but I didn't like. <laughs> did you not like the? Did you not like the first one? I don't know. I mean. All right, Ryan so Coogler, the, I mean Ryan Coogler is kind of the voice right. of the black community right now, so I'm kind Ryan, of Ryan Ryan Coogler is a made man the black community and making black films. Um, it he him and uh, Michael B. Jordan in the same film is 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 gold, uh, which is interesting because Michael B. Jordan just had Creed three is coming out soon and he directed it because Coogler was doing Black Panther two, so he couldn't do Creed three. So that's yeah, I know. Which by the way, did you see the did you see the trailer for Creed three? Looks good. It do. It looks so good. I cannot good. wait to see that movie. It's good. Yeah, it looks you know, real good. Uh, that one dude got jacked. He put twenty pounds of muscle. Yeah. In uh, what's his name? The guy's gonna be playing um, uh, King the Conqueror here in Avengers and whatnot. Yeah, I know him as Atticus from uh, uh from Lovecraft Country, which is an yeah. amazing show HBO. If you haven't seen it, no, I heard um, it's good. Yeah, I was really good. The but yeah, it, it it looks great. But see, I don't know, man. Wakanda. The, it, it, I don't know, man. I have to see some more to get me into. It's not. The trailer's not saying like, yeah, I gotta see this because I'm I was kind of jaded by the idea that Killmonger, the idea what Killmonger wanted, they end up doing anyway at the end. Right. We right. want we want we want Wakanda to be a superpower, and then at the end they're like, no, no, we're gonna hide it. We don't want to be out there. And not the end. Well, yeah, we're gonna That's make Wakanda superpower. They came out. They he actually he he started engaging because they they built that Wakandan Science Center. In, right. In, at, in, but he in like, but uh, Killmonger right. wanted that. Right. Well, that his he didn't think. I don't think anyone thought that Killmonger was necessarily wrong. They just didn't want to put the weapons in the hands of people to start like taking over the world. So I think I don't think the message that Killmonger was sharing was necessarily lost on on T'Challa at the end of Black Panther. It's just that you know it's 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 as opposed to giving weapons to the oppressed. It was like, well, how about we build a science center in a community and help improve lives that way as opposed to trying to create riots in the streets. That's, you know, that's, that's the, that's the distinction, right? Like Killmonger Man. is Killmonger. The, Killmonger the, showed up and beat T'Challa on the, on the waterfall. Is this your king? You know what I mean? Like he, he, he defeated him. You know what I mean? And it, it, it was, it, that movie was like, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating on black Panther. I thought black Panther was a really good movie. I, from the, every, that movie had great pacing I like the beginning part. I'm giving a review on Black Panther apparently now, and and uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it was a great film. You know, what I mean, I liked, I enjoyed it a lot. You know, I, I, but when Chadman uh, Chadman Bosman, right, yeah. say his name right, when he passed away, it's kind of like all right, and I get like, oh, we're just gonna go to Plan B and have his daughter be it. We don't know that yet. We don't, we don't know who it is. We really, actually, we don't know who it is. To be fair, that's even that's even worse. Because we don't be, know who this would be. It could be a that, lot of other people. Man, it's it's definitely a lady. You think so? Or that's a or that's a very slender man that showed up in the trailer. Very a slender very man slender with curves. Man. A slender man with curves. Slender and, man and breasts. <laughs> a breastplate as well. So it's like, hello, sir. So a lot going on with that, you know. Um, I mean, we know it's a woman, I, but I'm just saying we don't know if it's. His sister, we don't know. We don't, it, could, it could be a lot. There's a lot of women over there, uh, you know, in the Durham Milaje. So it could be a lot. It of, would, yeah, it would be interesting if we were like the lead, the lead fighter chick. I forgot her name. She has a Koye. name. Yeah, like if she became Black Panther, that'd be cool. Because then her sister would take over as well, as king. But I don't think she's going to be king. I think the other guys from the other tribes want to take over because they got a male king, not a female king. Some like weird thing. You know um, how African tribes sometimes work like that. I don't know. I guess you have to see the movie to understand because I'm kind of shooting from the. I, I, I just, uh, for me, the thing I'm most curious about in the film is um, is Namor, the first mutant. Obviously, this will be the first time the MCU has a real mutant on screen. So, I'm kind of curious to see how that plays out and how that. I, I mean, I would like to think it's going to link at some point into like the introduction of the. I mean, we've had other mutants introduced. Um, Ms. Marvel turns turns out to be a mutant at the end of Ms. Marvel. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if this is like a gateway for X-Men going forward, but I don't know. They that's said me, that this, kind of forever I was, is the one that's going to get me back in the theater. I haven't been to the movie theater in a while, so. I respect it. 
I think, like, the, uh... I, they said that if they follow comic books, they could literally use Namor to kind of, like, uh, bridge Doctor Doom in here. And that's how you get Fantastic Four back on. Yeah, that's right, because he was always... He was a, a foil for the Fantastic Four a few times. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see, dude. I mean... You know, again, and getting back to Black Adam, I'm not hating on that movie at all. I, I will see it. I just don't know if I'm. I'm not. I mean, and if I had the opportunity to see it in theaters, I would probably take it. But I'm not dying. Like it. Did, it wasn't like I gotta go see this movie in, in the theaters right now. And that's not. That, and that, again, I'm not trying to throw shade at The Rock. It just right. Black Adam was just a character that I never had much interest in. Um, and I and I feel like if all the characters to pick, The Rock could pick. That seems like that seems like such a strange one for me. Like. But I don't know. What whatever. would be the role? What would be the role that you felt Rock should did? He could have been the Martian Manhunter. Um, huh, okay. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, if you that would have saved the Snyderverse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm saying like if he wanted to be, if you wanted, if he really wants to be an anti-hero, I mean, I know they already gave Joe Joe Manganiello um, Deathstroke. Jesus. But I mean, there he would I, have I been a just, huge like, Deathstroke man. I just feel like trying to build an entire movie around Black Adam, who no, like no one really knows who they are except for die-hard DC fans. It's a, it's it's a little bit of a I think it, it, it's a swing for the fences. I mean, the only thing that's really bringing people to think that movie are is the fact that it has star power behind it. Because I think if anyone else were to play Black Adam, people would be like, oh, why? <laughs> I think for me, the the payoff if DC does this, which I I'm really scared about how they think nowadays. Well, there's a lot of crazy stuff. I can go on that because I read stuff about that this past week. But they, uh, if they do this film, then you have the Shazam family film come out, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you have Black Adam because he goes to find Shazam. I want to find the wizard. Sure. Because yeah. that's, you know, and he's battling Shazam. And then, bam, Henry Cavill once again. And now they have their battle. Again, they have their battle fighting for real. with like, And that's how it is in a comic book. You know what I mean? That, that's how it is. I, I don't know Shazam lore that well at all. Hell, I didn't know Shazam was a person until like maybe like 15 years ago, to be honest. Because um, I thought Shazam to me was always like Shaq. Apparently, <laughs> apparently the, you did, the, somebody did not collect DC cards when they were growing up. That's I how I knew not. what Shazam was. I, I, can, I collected DC cards growing up, so I know how I knew who Shazam was. My but, DC went as far as Batman and Superman, Green Lantern, like the Justice League. That was it. Yeah, yeah, and that's just without cyborg in it. So I, I, would, I think for me, like if you really wanted, to, if if he wanted to throw some star power behind DC to and bring Cavill back, like he could have played Brainiac, make him Brainiac in the Man of Steel film. Like I just like why be Black Adam? I just I don't understand it. But whatever. I mean, I'm sure the movie's gonna make tons of money. So whatever, good. Oh, it's gonna make some money, and I, they're pretty sure they're gonna they're, when they go to like overseas, people are gonna make a lot of them a lot of money overseas with that. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be really good, you know. I did read this past week that uh, James Gunn is pitching some ideas. James Gunn and like uh, the director from the Batman, forgot that guy's name. Oh, George Reeves? Is it George? No, uh, no, something Reeves. Matt Reeves. Reeves. Matt, Matt Reeves. Reeves. Yeah, Matt Reeves is pitching ideas for like a couple of villains. Um, like them two are trying to because the DC cinema universe is kind of a void right now. There's no control power yet. No one's well, in yeah, control. They just, uh, the guy at the helm was his they, name. They let him go. He did well. He, yeah, he left. Well, I forget his name. Hamada is yeah. his name. He just left, and I guess you know. So uh, what's his name? The guy that played Cyborg came out with a statement saying that Hamada was like the guy that was basically trying to keep everything quiet and like you know uh, was I guess the was the problem that you know that resulted in him being cut from most of the film and everything else. I don't, Freaking Josh, but I mean, um, yeah. So it, it'd be interesting if James Gunn, who is one of the most made men in Hollywood, there's a couple of directors that are made men in Hollywood. He's one of them. Just like, like uh, the director well, of Black Panther. A made man in Hollywood's, I think, a bit of a stretch. He is. I, I, he has a genre, right? Mm-hmm. Like he did, like Slither, and he did. You know, actually, I think the only other thing he's in is Sliver, Guardians of the Galaxy, and. <laughs> And Suicide Squad, yes. So I think to say that he's a made man, and, and unless he does something outside of the genre, uh, I would be. I, I don't. I would say James Gunn is good at doing science fiction, fantasy, pop culture. I until he does something else beyond that, I'm not. I would hate to say he's a made man. I'm not gonna say he's a made man. 
That's so why you have to? Why would you have to be a master of all trades and just be a duke of like one? You know what I mean? If he's good at making comic book I'm, films, then I'm like, go I'm for it. On it. Tim Burton. Tim. We were talking about at my job today. We were talking about Tim because we were talking about uh, Big Beetlejuice because I saw him freeform the other day. And I was like, man, I love this movie. Yeah, and, a wonderful movie. Yeah. And like Tim Burton in the '90s, untouchable. Oh, 100%. Tim Burton in the 2000s. Has and he also has a style. Throw right? him away. Just throw it away. Like, he just throw it away in the 2000s. Like, I don't want any part of Tim Burton in the 80s. Like, and not 80s, but the, the 2000s. Like, it's just trash. And I think well, James yeah, Gunn, uh, his, his... Yeah, I mean, uh, was huh? it the Willy Wonka thing sucked? Uh, uh, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. And then he also tried to bring back, um, uh, the, what's, that, what's that vampire movie um, based on that old soap opera uh, yeah. uh, Dark Shadows, yeah, that one didn't do well either. Yeah, he hasn't. The Temperance kind of been kind of even. Dumbo didn't do great on Disney Plus. Trash, trash. Yeah. And that's where like you like to stay in your realm. You know, I mean, he should stay doing creepy films, dark films, and we're good with that. I'm James Gunn's like, hey, I'm look. not saying you can't have a niche, and I'm not saying that. Like, and I, if, I think if James, James Gunn, Gunn's if niche. James Gunn, if James Gunn goes into Warner Brothers or to Marvel to pitch a. A, a comic book movie, of course, they're gonna like you know latch onto it. I would even argue if he goes into pit to Warner Brothers or Blumhouse to pitch some kind of science fiction or horror film, people are gonna latch onto it. But I like I think to Slither me, wasn't that good. Like, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like you know I love that show Ink Master, right? Because you get you get oh, these yeah. guys that come in there like oh I'm a black and white like realism specialist or yeah. I do like you know color new age whatever. You know, I but mean, watercolors, in I mean, you got yeah. In order to be the ink master, you got to do all of it, right? So that's how I think about directors, too. Like, Steven Spielberg is a master. He's done everything. He's done science fiction. He's done drama. He's done action. Like, he's done all of it. You know, I mean, James Cameron, arguably a master. Like, you know, so that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to, in order to be the master, you can't just, like, yes, James Gunn is a name inside of this I said, genre. I said a made man, not a master. A, he's a made man in this genre. Made man. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he get, if he, like, even Taika Watiti, I would, I would argue, not necessarily a made man yet. He definitely has a oh. genre that he does. He's, he's close. He's close. I, I you know, I would have probably said he's, he's, like, on the verge of being one. And then that last door movie, people are not, I didn't see it. Um, a lot of people are people I do talk about it. They are like, eh, it's okay. It was too funny. They said it was too funny, and it's like that's true. It is. So, that's what it, that's what they silly. Felt. It's silly at its own expense. So, so people are kind of like, it's a good film. It's just too funny, and I don't want my comic book movie to be this funny. Especially now, when we're say, talking about Thor. I would say John Favreau is approaching probably master status. Mm, maybe. He's really Maybe. done a lot of great stuff in uh, in recent years, and I mean, he's pretty much single handedly saved the Star Wars universe between him and Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. <laughs> is um, it saved though? He created the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Without without him, you don't get Mar- the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I mean, he because he, he's Iron Man. That's what I'm saying. Because of Iron, right. because he because he 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 directed Iron Man. He directed so well. Iron Man three was kind of a weak movie though. He didn't. I don't think he did that one. That was um. Brian Johnson, I think, or not oh, Brian Johnson. No. There was someone else. Favreau only did the first two, and then he okay. moved on. He went to go do other stuff. Because I mean, he, it's weird because when he does like films, like his own like passion projects, where he's like starring and he's directing it, starring it, it's not good. Like the Chef on Netflix isn't good. Oh, we talking about like the it. Chef is great. I don't, I don't like, like it. Movie. I don't like oh, it. I I maybe maybe because I'm maybe because I'm in the restaurant business and I'm like. <sighs> Dude, I like it just because it's, it's a this small is a, indie This is a film. glamorized version of my life. Like my life isn't that glamorous, man. I'm not. I'm not just like hitting on a hostess and sleeping with a hostess, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're, you're, hey, man. No offense. You're not exactly. You're not a chef either. Like, <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Sorry, the guy crunching numbers and keeping the lights on ain't good enough. Then I guess. <laughs> but he is me. But. But uh, he uh, he based that movie off the life of. I don't know if you watch on Netflix. He does, he has a show called The Chef on Netflix, and it's him and this Korean chef that he based the movie on. the The Korean guy is a chef that he started in a food truck, and he got so and he was so good and got so renowned. Now he has he has restaurants all over, and that's what he based the movie off of. Was this guy? And they have on Netflix. They do a cooking show together. It's it's fantastic. It's it's great. I'm, 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 I'm pass. I'll pass. 
I'm a, I'm just got the pass. I'm at the pass. You know what I mean? But I mean, uh, but yeah, being a main man in Hollywood is tough because you're talking like Scorsese is one of them guys who's been around a long time. He's like an OG. He just don't. He is an OG. He's like the Don. Even Scorsese though, he's on kind of a one trick pony too. To he's a Don though. That's what I'm about. He's a Don. But say, like, but that's what I'm saying. You want people to be a master of a wide genre, and I'm like, if you're just good at doing one thing, and you're like, look, if I'm gonna drop, I'm, I'm, if I'm gonna drop Goodfellas and, and like. And I'm gonna follow that up with Casino. My God! No, I mean it's he's like, definitely good at what he does. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying, like, I guess, like, take a risk. You know, like, like I, I would argue, like, I think is of course easy, like, with direct films for like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Which one? He did the, the Departed with. He did, did he do? Did he do Shutter Island? Did he? I mean, maybe he did. Yeah, maybe. I guess he has that, that a little bit. Did he do Shutter Island? I'd have to research that one. You know what I mean? Like. It's uh, hmm, because um, that's 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 interesting. Because I'm like, it would yeah, because that movie that's that's branching out. You know what I mean? And it, it, it like, all right. So would you consider Christopher Nolan? Amazing. I, again, I think Chris Nolan is good at doing what he does. I don't. Again, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like he obviously the Batman films are a masterpiece, and then he did. Did he do that world? Oh, he did um, Dunkirk, which Dunkirk is very good. I do like Dunkirk a lot, yes. which is outside yep. the genre. It's different. It's a history yes. epic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he followed, and then, you know, I do like um, what's the, uh, Inception, which was different. Yep. And, you know, Memento's good and all that. And Tenet is Tenet, it's like kind of like Inception. I didn't a like bit. Tenet, dude. Tenet was garbage. Oh. <laughs> I said it. I wow. said it. Oh, man. Right, I love he, Tenet. Like, Scorsese did do Shutter Island. I didn't realize that. So there I you go. He, and he did it well, but, you know. Hey, buddy. Oh, you made a rocket out of Picasso squares? Good job, dude. Sorry, that's me being yeah. kind of bad for a second. Um, he did, you know, Mark Scorsese did Wolf of Wall Street. He did do Wolf. I knew he did. That. I knew he did that. You know, what I mean, the family. You know, what I mean, he has he has a couple of these movies that are I mean, like yeah, I guess Scorsese is a master. Okay. The Aviator. I, yeah, yeah, the Aviator is amazing. Yeah, all right, I relent. He is, <laughs> he is, he is a master. Here, he's an old G master. So who, all right, who? So who are the masters? Let's see. I, I guess who are the masters? Who are the men? Who are the made men? I would say the masters: Spielberg, Scorsese, um, uh, Zemeckis. Zemeckis, yeah, yeah. Cameron. Cameron. Is, yeah, Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Even though, but wait a minute, Cameron. He does a he does a lot of sci-fi stuff. He does, but Titanic. I would say Titanic was his big was his big drama epic, and he killed, he crushed it. And, okay. and I'm gonna say right. it, and I'm gonna get a lot of shade for it. Probably, Mel Gibson has directed some of the <laughs> biggest movies of our time. Braveheart is was is not is not insignificant. People, you know, I know it's polarizing, but you know, uh, the passion again is also. Some is a pretty interesting, is an impressive movie. Apocalypto. Um, I'm gonna do you a favor and say no. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. That's probably no. a good save. That's a good save. No, just no. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, Mel Gibson is a guy that I have respect for him and everything else. Because if you're gonna mention Mel Gibson, then I would counter you with Ben Affleck. Okay, Ben Affleck. Right. It is like he has a good movie repertoire. His his um, acting is kind of questionable sometimes. Yeah. However, his directing is really good. Yeah, Argo's like, amazing. This guy's Argo's amazing. So what about, it's like, um, dude, got it. so I don't Oliver really like Stone. Him. Who? Oh, Oliver Stone. Oliver yes, Stone. absolutely. Yeah. Um. Uh, what's the guy that? Uh, the guy that um, Ridley Scott would be probably be another one. Oh. Uh, the Ripley Scott guy. That's a uh, oh, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Like Gladiator, mm-hmm. Man on Fire. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, Ripley Scott uh, definitely is. I think he also He's didn't a, he do Aliens. He did the first Alien movie. Um, yeah, he. It was his whole idea of like yeah. thinking Runner, of how the aliens would go and everything else. Blade Runner. Yeah, wide ranging of that. He here's is one. I'm curious no what your joke. thoughts are. I don't like his movies, but Wes Anderson. I he's he's a made man. He's a made man. I agree. He's I a made don't man. think he's, he's I think he's gonna do he's his one man. thing. <laughs> yeah, you're right, because you're right. Nick, you like 
you like Wes Anderson films. Yes, I do. And they're very awkward. I try to have my wife sit down and watch the last one, um, The French Connection. Um, French Connection in something, Kansas, whatever. And she was like, I don't understand what you're watching. This is ridiculous. And I was like, you got to like the art direction. Like, Wes Anderson is very strict to how he wants to direct the film, and he sticks to it the entire film. Like, there's yeah. no weird camera movements. Yeah. There's a, always a star-studded cast. I mean, even, like, the movies, the animated films, they were good as well. So he has a nice broad range of weird stuff. But it's not, like, he's not drawing big numbers. There's no, like, his number was, movie was number one. No. it's People are people are turned off by the quirkiness, the weirdness. But, like, if you see the the, the, the acting... And then you see how the how it's directed and the film and how it's taken and what they're trying to do. You're like, this is really good. I mean, because you're telling a story, it's, but it's, it's definitely wow. art. <laughs> it's art. Yeah, it's art. It's definitely exactly art. art. Yes, um, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. So we got, yeah. That I think those you, you can't have that many masters. So those are like the masters. Yeah, and then they got Maiden, Maiden Men, uh, Gun, Favreau, White, White, White yeah. Uh, Googler. Um JJ um, Abrams probably. JJ Abrams, yep. Um with uh Although his his uh, his last few movies have not been great either. And because the Star Wars franchise, I know if you rewind it back, I'll admit I was singing I sang um Rise of the, or Force Awakens a lot of praise. praise. But now having gone back and watched those three movies again, like yeah, they're not great. And part of the problem is, that, is, is in my opinion, the, the second one. The, By itself, the second, the second film, one is the, very the good. Film number eight. Film number eight was really, really bad. Well, and uh, well, here's the thing. So Ryan Johnson is, I always say, another made man. He's a very good director. I like what he's done with Knives Out and a few other things. And All when right. you watch, if you watch, if you watch, um, the Last Jedi by itself, like if you remove it from. The antho- from the trilogy or whatever we're calling it, um, if you remove it, it's actually a very good movie and it stands very well by itself. When you try to inject it into a co- into the rest of the story, though, it 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 basically kills the momentum of it. Like the Force Awakens, obviously J.J. Abrams had an idea of some things that he wanted to see progress. Right, like he had some ideas for what Ray what Ray is doing and like what Finn is doing and. Like he had an idea of had an idea and a trajectory that he set those films on, and Ryan Johnson basically said, "Nope, I'm doing my own thing," and he he created a great movie by itself, but it just doesn't fit with the rest of it, and that's why I think it's bad. There were so many MacGuffins in that film. It, it's wow. Well, well, like about- I, I remember I saw, I saw it at the AMC, the AMC at Lynn Haven Mall, yeah, and. Like when I went to the bar and had like three drinks because I was like, "This is tough." <laughs> but, but he actually he actually tried to do something that no one else before him had tried to do, and he tried to expand the universe. Like he tried to basically tell he was basically trying to tell everybody, "Look, the Jedi are bigger than Luke Skywalker." Like, and I respect you, that. Yeah, like you know, there like before you know before Anakin, there were other Jedi. Like there was a whole there was this whole organization called you know the Jedi Council, and there was a whole temple where they trained hundreds of Jedi. So like, the Force is not restricted to the Skywalkers. Just, we're Skywalkers, so, yes. I think so. When I like the fact that he was trying to say like Ray, like when when um when Ben is telling Ray like you're nobody. Yeah, you're nobody. You just happen to have Force powers. Like, so. I th- I really like that idea. But oh, I'm not the hating on that. It just doesn't fit in the narrative of what JJ had started. Oh, but but the problem is that you also have there's so many weird MacGuffins that happen in that film that you're like, bro, what are you doing? Like the whole like the they they have Finn and all them inside the hangar and then they're all there and then the ship flies in the hangar and bl- the ship blows up and then she shows back up in the hangar that she was already in very weird like it's just weird like cuts like did two directors film this and they didn't talk to each other and oh, they just yeah, did something yeah. like it was a lot of weird stuff the whole Finn all of a sudden not like you thought from episode 7 that maybe Finn and Ray would kind of kind of hook up they had a kind of a they had kind of star power together they were kind of feeling it and then all of a sudden, nope, I'm with this chick named Rose. And then episode nine rolls around. All right, fuck you, Rose. It was like, whoa, 
Well, well, that's, Finn, well that's what I'm you saying. You a dog. Like, like if, if if this movie, if you watch that movie by itself, none of that's a problem. But because you watch it right after you watch The Force Awakens, and like you said, there's like a narrative here that J.J. started, it doesn't work. And that's why I think it's bad. Like the movie by itself is a good movie, but if you watch it with the rest of them, it doesn't fit. Yeah, I, I think they should have, uh, personally speaking, uh, side note, I think they should have kept on like any time a, a, a Stormtrooper saw Finn, they should have recognized him, called him Traitor immediately. It would have been great. That's how ongoing joke. Well, he's you, like, Traitor! He's yeah. like, <laughs> and they just know he's like a former troop. Like, how do you guys know? It would have been hilarious. But, but I mean, J- but J.J. Abrams, he he brought us other great films. He brought you the Star Wars, not Star Wars, he brought you Star Trek. The new Star Trek stuff? Yeah, the new Star Trek. He also did um, other, I mean, the Cloverfield series is fine. Yes. Um, eight millimeter, uh, is it eight millimeter? Or... Oh, no. No. The one <laughs> oh, where yeah. the, the kids, it's kind of the kids and the alien. Uh, it's kind of like a is combination. Is that Spielberg? No, it's, it's, it's in, I mean, it, you, I can see how you would confuse it as much because it definitely takes a lot of cues from Spielberg movies, but there's that movie, not eight millimeter, but it's um, eight something. But basically it's the one with the, the kids who they discover an alien has landed in their town, and they go hunting after it. Um, and the the one you talking about Super Eight, Super Eight, that's it. Yeah, that movie's actually go. really good too. And then he also did one. Which one? He did. He did two of them, or at least I know he did at least one of the one of the Mission Impossible movies. He did number that, three. Yeah, which kind of re which kind of reinvigorated the franchise, I think. Yeah, you know, and he um, you know, he did he did Mission Impossible three. He did. Ghost Protocol. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he's doing the next one as well. He did Rogue Nation. He done a lot of them. He did. Yeah. He, has he done most of them? Rogue Nation, Fallout. So I, I mean, yeah. he's part of Armageddon. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. He's a made man, no doubt. Like, I mean, people are going to listen to him when he pitches something. Um, but uh, even I would almost the... fall into Mike. He might. He JB Abrams might be sliding into like. Is he he has he makes a interesting debate because he has so many movies. I don't know if he directed all these films, but I'm pretty sure he's he's been a part of a lot of these films because he has his biggest movies are his like sci-fi films, but yeah, well, being part of like other stuff like Joyride, which is kind of a horror flick, to you know Six Degrees Separation with Will Smith. I, I could uh, see him. You know. I could see. I mean. I'm this is one man's opinion. I could see J.J. Abrams becoming more like a Lucas. Like, Lucas okay. is not, in itself, is not a fantastic director. No. But he is one hell of a producer. He has produced some of the best movies of our time, and he knows how to find talent. Like, you know, him and Spielberg working together to create Indiana Jones is, 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 is mag- it's magic. Absolute magic. You know, when, when like, so I think... And Lucas, you know, he makes mo- he made most of his fortune creating a lot of the stuff that they use today in visual effects, in 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 uh, like they all the a lot of the equipment that they use to create to develop visual effects and to film a lot of different shots. Like his team built an ILM, and that's like he revolutionized sound in movie making. So I feel like Abrams could be that, but I mean, he is a good director. I mean, he does have some good directing credits behind director, him. producer, yeah, yeah. But I, I yeah. could see him. I think he might. I mean, Bad Robot, you know, produces a lot of different things, and I think that's where I think he can make a lot of money. Yeah, um, uh, Jordan Peele is not a made man yet. He's getting there though. He's getting um, there, but his I films think... he hasn't he hasn't popped. He hasn't had another pop like his films. Like the last film just came out with the spaceships. Uh, no one talked about it. Like it was like it was a big hoopla before it came out. When it came out, no one talked about so it. So I saw, and, I, I, so I saw it in theaters because I was on travel and nothing else to do. I went and saw it, and it is a, it is a, it is a very thrilling movie. Like you were on, you are suspenseful movie. You were on the edge of your seat for the entire film. Um, I don't necessarily care for the end a whole lot, um, but. Apparently, there's a deeper meaning there that I had, I had to go online to find out. Like, what did we? What was he trying to get at with the? Those are rough. But he, I think um, what I hope is that I think he could be a he very. I know a lot of people always said M Night Shyamalan was going to be the next Alfred Hitchcock. I really think that P, Jordan Peele could be the next Alfred Hitchcock. I can see that. Um, 
if but I think it it also is a very slippery slope. I can also see him being the next M Night Shyamalan where he has mm-hmm. a, a few great breakouts and then just everything nothing, else, nothing nothing's like get it. out. Nothing's like get out. So it's yeah. just like you're just you're trying to chase the boogeyman of this one film you did. Yeah. But I mean, he's supposed to have this movie coming out. I think it's about this weekend, or it came out this weekend, or probably next weekend. But it's on Netflix for him. He's teamed back up with uh, Keenan Michael Key. Okay. And they're like doing voice work on this animation of this black girl who's a goth, and she like there's like real zombies and vampires, and in it's rated like PG thirteen, and it's like an animated show. So it's interesting to take a peep at that. You know, I did see that as like upcoming attraction, so I was like, I'm, I'm gonna probably check that out. So I think, yeah, Peel's on his way to pitch to be a made man. Um, I think Ryan Johnson's a made man. Like, I know people don't. Again, a lot, a lot of people were fans of of uh, uh, the, uh, I'm sorry, The Last Jedi, but Knives Out is awesome. Um, and then he just he's he's also coming out with that this uh, um, something Onion. Knives out to something I can't remember. You gotta, you gotta be, more, you gotta be more than just that for him. But like, he also, that's not enough he, for me. I, he, apparently, he's done some other stuff that's really good, but I can't. I don't, I don't know much. But apparently, he gets, he gets, he pitches a lot and, and gets a lot in Hollywood too. I'm trying to think of who else is probably Ryan on, on the main. Ryan man. Johnson. I mean, it's uh, um, Looper is okay movie. Um, he he did Rogue One, um, Brothers Bloom. It, it's it's tough. He did the new Scream movie. Okay, I'm trying to. Uh, there's another director too that's um, very popular. He just did. Um, he's the one that did uh, the Good Guys and. Um, oh man, this is gonna bug me now. The Good Guys or the or maybe it's the Nice Guys. I'm sorry, the Nice Guys. Um, that's gonna bug me. <laughs> or you mean like the other guys or? No, he directed the Nice Guys. Um, and I can't remember his name, and he brings a lot of, he puts a lot of ass in seats, and he does a lot of is it is it Is it David Fincher? No. Mm. Well, I'm going to find it. Just give me one second. I mean, um, Clint Eastwood, Shane, he's a... Shane Black. Shane Black okay. is another one that puts a lot of asses in seats, too. Yeah. Uh, he, did, he did The Nice Guys. He's done, he, um, he's done, what else? Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Iron Man 3, The Predator. He did Lethal Weapon, the show... But he's uh, he's done he's done he's he's kind of gone back and forth between TV and film, and um, uh, he did the Long Kiss Goodnight, Last Action Hero. Uh, yeah, yeah. So those are good. Those are great films. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, Christopher Nolan. He is a uh, he's a made man. Yeah. You know, Christopher well, Nolan does something. It's it's great. Um, Tarantino. Tarantino might be a master, but he again he he has a very. But he has a, a very definitive style too. That he, um, he doesn't really branch out. He doesn't branch out of. Um, but at the same time, no one's going to say no to a Tarantino film. Uh, I'm trying to think of the last Tarantino film I saw that he came out with. Oh, the one he just did with um, with DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Uh, oh, I didn't see that. Once that movie. Yeah, that's a good movie too. And like he's been he's been doing this thing recently where like he takes like a historical event. And like turns it on its head, and like, yeah, like, yeah, because like, at the same time, the it's the man's stuff's happening at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, because in, in like um, once upon a time in Hollywood, yeah, the, like in the mo- in real life, the woman gets slaughtered by the Manson family members. But yeah. it's so um, where were, oh yeah, so yeah, once upon yeah, a with time, the once upon time head. in Hollywood, uh, is great. Uh, and he did something. He did something right before that too, where he kind of did another situation where he flipped history on its head. Um. But I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. You know, um, you know, Michael Bay is not a made man to me. No, not anymore, man. I think he had like he. I would have said if he after the first Transformers movie, and because I mean he did Michael Bay did The Rock, right? Did he do The Rock? He did The Rock. Yes. He did. Did he do Armageddon too, or is that just another Jerry Bruckheimer film? That might be Jerry Bruckheimer. Well, he's not. Yeah, well, he, Jerry Bruckheimer definitely produced it. I can't remember if Bay directed it, but then, but he did the, the Transformers movie, and then he followed it with The Island, which I really like. The Island, um, he did. You know, like you mentioned Pain and Gain, which, but he has. He obviously has a very definitive style. Oh, Bad Boys. He did Bad Boys too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have said yes, but then like 
everything he's put out after since like the second Transformers movie is garbage. The third one was garbage. Um, and because I mean, he like he was directed for Six Underground, Thirteen Hours. Uh, you know, it, 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 some of these films are tough. Like the earlier stuff is pretty good. It's just it's it gets rough. Well, he did direct become... like. He, he's you know getting to a point where he's become less story oriented and more like spectacle. Explosions, yeah. yeah Let's get these explosions, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So because it, it, it like didn't he? I thought he directed. I thought he had something to do with the new uh, the uh, Teenage oh, Turtles. Teenage yes. Turtles. Yes, again, which was not good either. Um, um, the Conan Brothers, they're good directors. I don't think they're. Uh, I don't think they're made men, but I think they have a good niche market that keeps you going, keeps you watching. You know, it's always a fun fun time with them um ron howard oh ron howard might actually be he might actually be a master but i'm not sure yet he's that's, definitely that's a made man he's definitely he's, he's like teetering that line because apollo 13 is pretty damn good <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean um george lucas oh so george lucas in my mind is not i wouldn't even I, so i wouldn't even consider him a made man like the only good movies he did, actually, were actually the only good movie he did, is the first Star Wars, um, because after that he got different directors, and he got different writers. I don't because I don't think he directed Empire, and I don't think he directed um, Return of the Jedi. I have to go look. Mm. Um, and then he did direct and write the prequels, which are not great. Um, <laughs> right. He. Produced, he produced Indiana, the Indiana Jones series, but those are Steven Spielberg directed. Um, I think he directed Howard the Duck. <laughs> I, um, uh, uh, yeah, Howard Duck he, is eighties fun. Yeah, so like, I think George Lucas is great at producing films, and he is definitely he definitely enhanced the film industry with like the creation of ILM. But I I would not say as far as directing goes, I would not put him up there because he's not that great of a director. He's definitely not a very good writer. Right, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I was looking into like David Fincher. Um, uh, it's it's interesting. He it's uh he directed seven, you know what I mean. But beyond that, it's like Zodiac, Gone Girl. He has a market. So again, he's not. Um, he's he uh, he's not a made man either because he might have helped direct like how, some House of Cards episodes and The Girl Dragon Tattoo, The Social stuff like that. But these movies aren't like. They're not it, so I can't put him in there. Um, I can't really think of any other directors beyond that, you know, because other stuff like pe- people, I we know they're not made men. Peter Jackson's not one, you know. I think um, Peter he Jackson, very niche. He could have been because he was hotness after the Lord of the Rings with all the Lord of the Rings stuff, but then he just kind of fell off the face of the map. Because um, he did King Kong before that. Well, he no, he did. It was Lord of the Rings was first. Then he did King Kong. Then he went back to the okay. Hobbit. He went back into the All right, Hobbit, okay, okay. and then I think he started doing some like small like horror film type stuff, but that's about it. Um, but yeah, he's been kind of quiet for a while now. Hmm. But, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think we've I think we've it. exhausted the list. Yeah, it's funny how this <laughs> podcast completely turned into us just evaluating directors for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we I know we, we were going to talk about some other stuff, but yeah, we just really deep dove. We, into... we deep dove with these directors and who's the main man, who's the masters? Because yeah, like, exactly. well, who are the guys who are who's doing it? Yeah. So that, that that's, I think that's fun. I tell you what, man, I think Ryan Coogler in five more years is going to be. Like big time, because he actually is branching out between what he's done with Creed and what he's done with um with uh with with a uh, Black Panther. I think he's he he seems to have a pretty wide range of storytelling. Like he's an excellent writer and he's an excellent director. I think Ryan Coogler is gonna be like huge. I would have to see him do something, um, different, without, um, Marvel, because like you're saying like well Nicky has Creed. I'm like I hear you. But that's not enough because he has like spring. He has spring, spring. Uh, I forgot the name called. Like, um, it's the first movie that Michael B. Jordan did with him. Um, it's like the subway movie. We're in the subway, and you know he's a kid in New York, and that was like his first film. You know, and that was a good film, but it's very low key. No one knows about that film. You know, and Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan wasn't a big person then either. And as time went on, 
you know, he he teamed up with him in a lot of different roles and stuff like that. And he's he's a big deal in the black community, and I and you know it's cool and I respect it. Um, but I think there's a level that, especially with Hollywood, you have to kind of branch out and be good for everybody, for everybody to kind of like really uh, consider you that main man, that that title, and that's where it's kind of like. Meh. That's why, that's, why I, that's what I'm saying. I didn't, I said in five in five years, right? Because like so, right now his direct his directing credits are he's got nine directing credits. He's got the Black yes. Panther, Wakanda Forever, Black Panther, Fruitvale Creed. Station. There he's it got, is. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Fruitvale Station, the Sculptor, Fig, and Locks. That's hilarious. That his. I had no idea. That's funny, but there but those are short films. But my point is, I think give him. Another five, another five years, I think, because he's definitely shown he can write. He can write superhero science fiction fantasy. He can write drama with Creed. Um, I, but he, I, he also he also he also directed Space Jam: New Legacy. Did he really? No, he didn't. Yes, yes, it's he did. not on it's part no, of it. Did. It's not on his filmography. He might have produced it. Yeah, he's a producer. Is he? Mm-hmm. Michael D. Lee actually directed it, but he's he's part of that situation. Oh, he's also producing that's, that's... Ironheart, the new um, Ironheart show for uh, Marvel. He produced Creed see. Three. He produced Judas and the Black Messiah, which I hear is amazing. Yeah, that movie's actually good. He produced executive producer on Creed Two. So it's it's it's, it's interesting. Like you, be careful, man. Just don't take no wrong turns, man. Like you, you be he could be this generation's. Um, John Singletary, um, John Singletary of '90s. He did the movies like Boys in the Hood oh, and stuff like that. You mean, you mean John so, Singleton? <laughs> John Singleton. I'm John thinking. I'm thinking of football player. Singleton. Yeah. I'm Singletary over here. Uh, long day, tired, and yeah, I think he could do that. Just, just yeah, he's got to keep it going. Keep it. Keep at it. You know what I mean? I just think the Black Panther franchise won't get him there. He'll need to. He needs something else. I think I think he'll probably I, I think he'll leave after this one if I have unless unless he really feels there's a third film that he's just absolutely compelled to tell. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves after this. Most of most when I see most Marvel directors seem to leave after the second one. Especially uh, if you have forever, forever is like forever, like that's it. You're you're done. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing that anymore. Forever is forever now. Batman forever. That means it's over. <laughs> there's no more. <laughs> it's if you over. Put forever after this. on something. It's not forever. It's done. It's not forever. It's done. <laughs> it's happens. Awesome. All right. Well, I think we've we've definitely taken an hour of time. I'm surprised we walked into this really not having an agenda for today, and somehow we walked into just talking movies and directing for an, this almost is great. 45 minutes straight. Absolutely it was, fantastic. It was a fun conversation, though. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed it, the the ride. Um, and if you have your opinions, I'd be care- I'd be curious to know what they are. But Please. what about uh, do you have anything going on this week, dude? How's your week looking? Um, th- this week coming up, like I said, um, I'm gonna see what my days off look like. So maybe I can see Black Adam this week coming up. Um, I gotta catch caught up my anime here. Um, I just started watching Chainsaw Man on Hulu. New episodes on Tuesdays. Um, Spy Family. They have the whole season there. That's a pretty fun little thing with the Spy Family. That's kind of cool there. And there's new episodes of Bleach. So I've been I've been watching just anime, really. There's not a lot of any primetime programming. It's like, I got to watch well, it. I heard, like, Yellowstone has a new season coming out. But yes, I cannot it. wait for that show to come out, dude. I'm so excited. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, season finale of of, uh, of uh, House of Dragons is tonight. So oh, I'll is it? All right. Yeah. So then I'm two episodes behind, so we got to get caught up. Because they just time jumped again. So I gotta, yeah. we gotta get right, caught up. So again. I'll watch tonight. When you watch it, we'll talk about it. I'm curious what your thoughts are, uh, writ large on on that. Um, all right, we'll, we'll all right, we'll uh, yeah. I'll make sure I watch it by next. You weren't, you did you you didn't watch Rings of Power, did you? I did not. No, okay. but I can, I can start watching it. No, no, um, you know, I can't no, start don't, it don't watch it. Just talk. I'm just curious if you if you watch it or not. And then, yeah, you're right. Primetime's kind of lonely right now. There's not much else out. Like I'm, I mean, Andor is still going on. I like Andor a lot. Um. That's going right now. Um, so yeah, but there's not a lot to look forward to right now. We're kind of in a dead zone to a degree. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, man. Well, hey, yeah, uh, not much going on here. Like I said, I'm single dad in it this week, so that's going to be fun. Fun. Uh, I I suspect you probably hear my kid in the background carrying on. Yeah, yeah. something. Hey, humming along. Humming yeah. along to something. 
but uh it's all good uh yeah all right well hey folks uh again there's always uh, always good times uh talking movies and directors and everything else uh that being said uh, i'm mr fig and i'm mr lock everyone have a good week take it easy take it easy guys